Hi folks, this is week number something or other, week six of Matthew's Movie Mentions. Um, sorry this is a little later than it would normally be. Um, I have literally had no time to do any recording. Um, I ended up doing three podcasts this weekend because we did a, a double pop, pop culture deprived. Um, and then I've been out at events and cinemas and so on. Um, so sadly it has escaped me being able to sit down. But now I am, now I'm here. Um Actually, over the last week, I've spent time on Letterboxd, one of the sites that I'm using to help with this, to, to log all the films and, and add ratings for them. Because um, you can add that you've watched a film but not necessarily diarise it. So I've been just going through and logging, oh, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've seen this. Mostly to fill out the, the lists that they've got. So they've got all the, the IMDb top 250 and the 100 biggest grossing films of all time, things like that. So I wanted to see how I did on those lists. Um and I've found that there's a lot of films that I would probably be expected to have watched, but I haven't yet. So things like Citizen Kane, uh, Rashomon, uh, Vertigo, a few films like that, that I, I know the film well. I think I know the plot of them because of how important they are and the references made to them. But I've never actually seen the, those films. Uh, Psycho. I only watched Psycho last year. Um, part of, I, I'm not a huge fan of Alfred Hitchcock films, so... Um, I've not watched too many before, but Psycho, I knew every single movement of it. There was there was nothing in there that I hadn't seen elsewhere, I hadn't seen discussed, I hadn't read references to. So I don't think I've necessarily missed out by not watching those films, but I, I feel like I should watch them so I can say I've seen them, perhaps. And given that I have 365 films to watch, it, this is another good way to fill out some of those movies. I'm already finding, you know, we're halfway through fair, but I'm already finding, oh, I need to be uh, less less specific about what I watch and just put on any film that I'm interested in. So you'll see in a minute, that's what this week has been like. There are films that might be considered must-see, but that I'm not, I wouldn't plan on watching. Um, Singing in the Rain... Shakespeare in Love, Sound of Music, again, films I know very, very well because of how talked about they are, but they're not films that I have a huge desire to do so. So, so maybe I'd watch them eventually if, if they were on or someone put them on in front of me, but I'm not going to sit down and choose to watch them. It's not my thing, and I don't want to denigrate something other people love. I, I want to be joyful about things that I enjoy. So, um, it was an absolute treat to wake up on a Monday morning, have a new film available to watch straight away. The film hadn't been advertised before, I'd not heard of it, and it's in a genre that I quite like. Um, I like this anthology structure to Cloverfield, how each film is its own story, is its own genre and style, almost. But they are there are links between them. Um, I feel like we're going to need a lot more to this whole anthology before we can judge it as a whole. But this film on its own, it was okay. Um, There's some interesting stuff, but I feel Event Horizon definitely does it all better. That film I watched recently, Life, was very good for some of the same thing. Um, Gravity, a little bit. So, yeah, there were some interesting ideas, uh, and it was useful because it references the wider Cloverfield series, so... I feel it will be an interesting note against them, but not a highlight. I watched War Dogs. Um, my friend Dave recommended this to me, uh, which I'd seen the trailers and gone, oh, it, it looks interesting. But a little Jonah Hill goes a long way with me, so I wasn't totally sure. But I'm glad I did watch it. Uh, it was a very well-told story. Following the main character who wasn't Jonah Hill um, worked really well to give you a lot of the exposition and understanding you needed of the world. But it was... 
uh, very interesting, some good twists in there, some good plot points. Uh, as, as I'll talk about a little bit later on, I had to keep remembering it was a uh, based on a true story, so it wasn't quite as dramatic as perhaps it might be if it was fictionalised, but a very well-told story, so I enjoyed it. I re-watched Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Now, when this came out, I had a very muted reaction to this. Um, I, I love Star Wars. I love the expanded Star Wars universe. I love the characters and the writing, and, and it, it is a world that I like to wrap up and roll around in. Um, I felt a bit let down by this because it's not a great movie. Um, so I thought I wanted to watch it again to see had my feelings changed or could I react differently, but I, I, don't, I don't think they have. Um, I feel certainly that first third or half there's too many new characters, there's too many new locations, it's too quick, we don't get enough of the background. And then some of the plotting as the film goes through just doesn't hold together for me. The whole using arms to get the data file out and lighting it up saying, oh, which data file to get, it, it just doesn't mesh with what we're seeing in the rest of this world. Um, the use of the Death Star is a bit weird, where they end up blowing up their own data planet. Uh, I'm not totally sure I believe that. Um... Yes, I I just don't feel this is this is as good a film as it could have been. I, I felt actually perhaps it's it would have been better had I read a lot more about the characters. Had I gone in having seen action figures, video games, reading the snippets you get in magazines and information about who each person is playing, I would have had some more textual information. But because I didn't have that, I I feel we're actually a little bit left out to dry as a, a viewer. But that's my opinion. Uh, Power Rangers was recommended by Caitlin at CaitlinGSS on Twitter. Um, we'd had a discussion of enjoying uh, other mecha movies from Pacific Rim. Uh, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed this. The, the film's not... It's not hugely original. It's not doing anything unexpected. But you can really get the sense that this is a film pitched at younger a younger audience, uh, or certainly I'm older than the target audience. Um, I think for the kind of teen market, maybe pre-teens, th this will be a lot of good fun. This will be stuff they might not have seen before, a new world that they don't know. Um, and a nice introduction to people getting powers and fighting in giant robots and so on. Um, Elizabeth Banks was excellent. She was hamming it up like nobody's business. The The fights were pretty good. The team, Some of the team stuff was really good. So, yeah, I, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I had a cinema trip out. I saw Oh Lucy. Oh Lucy with an exclamation mark. Um, as part of the Japan Foundation's film series that they do every year, um, bringing Japanese cinema over to London. Based on the blurb and the title of this film, I thought it was going to be a kind of quirky comedy. And and I, we were a little bit worried it might be a bit racist about Japanese people going overseas or, or racist against Americans from a Japanese um, perspective. Uh, the, the Japan Foundation's Twitter account describes it as a middle-aged office drone embarks on a comedic hashtag odyssey of desire, passion and betrayal suddenly after taking a bizarre English class with hashtag Josh Hartnett. What you actually get is much darker than that. I mean, it, it does have comedy. There are funny moments in this, but it, it works to actually give you some very hard and very sad moments, particularly as it gets through to its ending. There's no glory. There's no satisfaction or resolution, particularly for a lot of the characters. Um, but I feel like the, the, the title is completely wrong for it. There was a lot to discuss. It, this was a film that, that wrought a lot of discussion on the journey home, but... 
I, I don't think I can recommend this to anyone. It's it's incredibly bleak, and there's no characters that you support in this or that or that you root for. So, yeah, I I was a little disappointed in that, and, and certainly I got something I didn't expect. However, the next day I went to see I Tonya, the tale of Tonya Harding, as portrayed by Margot Robbie. Um, I got a free ticket as part of the uh, Sky VIP program to a preview screening, and this is a good film. The story built up to the incident, um, but it laid a lot of groundwork for everything that was going on, and it um, told it in an interesting story. It told us at, at, right at the very beginning that you, this is based on different people's perspectives, and, and there is contradictory stuff, and they absolutely do that all the way through. They break the fourth wall and say, no, this did not happen. I did not do this thing. Um, we cut back to talking heads and people going into detail about things and saying, no, no, that's not true, or or interrupting each other. It's it's told so well, and then it's told so stylishly. The the cinematography, the skating routines, obviously, are just sublime. Um, the way it makes it feel so personal, really like it's from her point of view. You know, we're watching her and her reactions to things on the ice, and we're seeing what she can see of the judges and so on. So that was excellent. But even just the drama of it and moving through the house and showing the way time moves, oh, it, it was wonderful. It was it was a glorious film to watch. Funny, enjoyable, and a, and a great story. Um, next film is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which, like with Rogue One, I wanted to watch to see had my feelings changed. Initially, the first time I saw this, when it first came out, there was a wave of hype, critical praise, people you know giving it all sorts of adulation. Um, but I didn't enjoy it as much as everyone else, and I wasn't totally sure why. Obviously, this was quite a while ago now. Um, I thought I'd watch it now to see if I could appreciate it more, but uh, not so much. The, the the action sequences, the chases, the fighting, they are exquisite. They're beautiful. The score matches them perfectly to change the, the way it, it comes across on screen. Um, the, the drama, Chow Young-Fat and Michelle Yeoh are amazing. Zhang Ji is, is terrific, but the actual story, everything in between, it's... it's n- it just doesn't grab me, and it, and it leaves me wanting to go back to the better bits of the film. So, uh, a mixed success, perhaps. Um, another critically acclaimed film, Captain Fantastic, with Viggo Mortensen. Uh, it was interesting. It, there was good content. It was worthy of definitely the discussion analysis. I, I watched this with my partner, and we both had a lot to talk about afterwards. But... Um, it was a very, It was a difficult watch at times, and I don't think... I got anything particularly from it. It was it was what if we take this idea of parenting to the absolute extreme? What does it look like? And it was it it was interesting as a, a hypothetical discussion, but um, the the film itself perhaps didn't carry enough of a message or a story to to really excel or be recommended. Like I said at the beginning, I found that I have a number of films I've not watched, so I watched Citizen Kane for the first time. Um, I was incredibly familiar with this film. I've seen so many GIFs, so many discussions, so many clips from it. The the reveal about Rosebud, I actually knew from an episode of Columbo that itself is based on some of the stuff in Citizen Kane. So it's a, a snake eating its own tail. Um, sometimes you do need to see the original, though, and this didn't disappoint. The The film is stylish. Uh, the, the way it combines... The different genres, the different techniques of telling a story. The fact that Kane himself, the central character, never actually performs to the audience in the story we're watching. The story we're watching of trying to understand his life. We're seeing diary entries from him. Um, effectively. 
wonderful. I really loved. I loved it. It was such a confident movie as well. So I think I, I think I can see why it deserves its place. I, I'm fairly sure if I'd come to this in my teen years before, or at the same time I discovered 2001 and The Godfather and the other greats, uh, this would be one I was rave. I would rave about in the same way. Um, and then continuing the critically acclaimed films, I finally got round to watching Spotlight, which I'd wanted to to see for a very long time. Um, I'm glad I waited to give it proper attention because the film is really engaging and it, and it benefits from going through the story with the characters and seeing people understanding quite the scope of what they're looking into and, and understanding what's happening. Um, I had to keep reminding myself, again, that it's based on a true story because I was expecting, oh, there's going to be more conflict or revelations or things going to going to be happening, but that doesn't happen. It is just this ongoing uh, investigation and... Yeah, it, it really kept its pace up to to keep unraveling and keep giving you more of the stories you went through. Yeah, a tremendous watch that that I would recommend. It got because of the plaudits it got. Um, I recommend a film every week. One of the films that I've watched. What is the film that you should you should go and see? And it's really tricky because on the one hand I've got Citizen Kane, which is potentially one of the greatest films ever. One of the greatest films ever made. It's the spark from which many other films, films that I love, draw their inspiration. But on the other hand, I, Tonya is new, is not out in the UK yet, and was just sensational. Um, which one do you go for? I think I have to go for I, Tonya. I, I think you go for the lesser-known film. I, I talk about this for opening weekends. If there's two films you want to see at the same time, you can only see one. You see the film that needs your support the most. You see the indie film rather than the MCU film, for instance. I, Tonya... Everyone should go and see it. That was great. It was beautiful. It was funny. The performances are amazing. I adore Alison Janney, and I hope she wins the Oscar for this. I, I will be surprised if anyone's given a performance as good as her. Margot Robbie the same. She is clearly a very, very good actress, and this is this is possibly her masterpiece. So that is the film I would recommend. Over the next week, um, I'm actually watching definitely one new film. We're doing a reverse pop culturally deprived, where I'm going to be watching The Rock. Um, I want a rock! So we'll see how that goes. Um, and uh, Black Panther should be out soon. So hooray, new MCU film to go and check out. So that will be fun. I will speak to everyone on week seven. <laughs>